It is Thursday, March the 10th, 2022. Welcome to the Zodiac Chat Line. I am your host, Tanae. And as always, I got my moon sister, homie, Cassie in the building. What's up, girl? Not much. You know, know. out here living it. How about you? You know what? I am doing really, really well because it is what? Women's History Month. And we just celebrated International Women's History Day a couple days ago. So Mm -hmm. I'm feeling great. I know you are. You know, we all love it. Love to all the women's, the people, the the non-binary folks who love women's, the men who love women. Listen, however you identify. Anyone who has woman love, love, yes. love to you. If you're a woman hater, get the fuck out. This ain't the <laughs> chat for you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. Um. So, you know, what's really good is that all the planets are still going forward. So that's nice. Love that. Um, and we have some really nice energy right now. I am mm-hmm. loving the energy that we have. Um, Mercury just moved into Pisces yesterday. Mm-hmm. We have the sun. We have Neptune and Jupiter. What? Yeah. I feel like that's just what? Tell me. It's beautiful. Jupiter and Neptune, both well-aspected in Pisces. Jupiter is in... Exaltion, yeah, yeah it's exalted in in Pisces, and then of course Neptune is Pisces rules Pisces. So, um, yeah, that's an, in Dominion, I believe is the term for that, uh, and that's beautiful. They work well in those places, and with Mercury coming into the full too, you're going to get communicated messages, synchronicities, dreams, mm-hmm. interesting, yeah. happy thoughts. Yeah, these are probably Go good it. times to really like have a dream journal next to your bed. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, need I feel to do like, that. yeah, you for sure. <laughs> yeah, you for sure. <laughs> I, I don't re- I remember them, but most of them are just like, oh, okay. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, if, if you're a vivid dreamer and, you know, I definitely highly recommend in this time that you're going to be more in tune and your dreams are going to probably be more in color and just really more there. But um, we also talked about really dreaming big right now because Venus. Mars and Saturn are still all in Mer- are, are in Aquarius rather, and um, that gives you some eccentricities. That gives you some outside the box. That gives you some like weirdness, but in a, such a good way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I'm really excited about these energies that we have right now. Like leaving the winter, you know, we're in those last phases. Daylight savings time is happening this weekend, so like. Mm-hmm. Um, down here, we're supposed to get snow. People are a little concerned, so you already know what that. <laughs> Girl, it's supposed to be fifty degrees in Michigan. What is happening? A low of twenty four on Saturday. They just they playing with us like the gas prices. I don't know. Girl, <laughs> bye. Talk about that. The the memes for that though. I'm like, yeah, this this sounds oddly familiar. I feel like this is you know, mm-hmm. Gulf War ish. Yeah, right. Mm hmm. We were worried about that, you know, oh, oil. Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am excited about this energy and even more excited because we were doing what? Pisces? Celebrity check-in. Say yes. it again, girl. Say it again. Pisces celebrity check-in. Here we Where go. are our favorite Pisces at this, this season. Um, 
you start. Where are we where are we starting? We should probably end. Should we end okay. with the obvious? Oh, or... we're gonna end with the obvious okay. because we could talk okay. about the obvious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna start with seven time Olympic medalist Simone Biles. Can we just say this girl has always had a great season no matter what she's doing but an amazing Pisces season she got what engaged Mm -hmm. to her Houston Texas football fiance Jonathan Owens so we are about that life and do you know the most what I really stand about her is that she stood up for herself she stood up for her mental health she stood up for all of that shit when people were talking all this smack I can't believe she did this Nobody, everybody that was talking shit, nobody was doing all those somersaults and all those flips and twips. None of, nobody could do that. So have several seats. And I'm proud of her for standing her ground and being like, I'm putting me first. Fuck America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck, fuck your, and still, after she took a break, came out and still won a medal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Simone Biles, I hope you have a good season every season. Listen. You're out here. Yeah. It's crazy, too, to think about that and her being a Pisces and, you know, she just the enormity of the emotions that come with being a Olympic level athlete. And then also everything she had to go through in the public eye with Larry Nasser and that gross, disgusting, <sighs> like, yes. controversy. And yeah, like for her to have the inner strength and reserves to like, as you said, stand up for herself. I mean, really just changing the future for women, like showing girls what it can look like to take care of yourself and also be an athlete and fucking a right. And as a woman of color athlete, like she definitely was just like, I don't, I don't care how you guys feel about it. I'm not feeling right. And I think being a Pisces, she was more in tune with her emotions. And she was like, Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm not swimming. I'm not swimming this way today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. like, I'm going the other way. The instincts towards mm. self-preservation. So right. good. Um, you know what? I'm going to pop in with Chelsea Handler, who yes! is a longtime fave of mine. Um, you know, she can wade into controversial waters, but oh my god, I still stand. Um, and she is in love oh my with god. a Gemini, which is wild, but it feels like works for her for both of them at that age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she's having fun with the tours, vaxxed and horny. <laughs> yeah, vaccinated and horny tour. So she is all throughout the country. Yes. So just in case y'all want to know, that's where that's where you can find Miss Chelsea Handler. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I, and she has her podcast, Dear Chelsea. Um, mm-hmm. But I, fo- I'm with you. I followed her for quite some time, even her Netflix show. Oh um, yeah, she's quite insightful. Um, mm-hmm. In everything that she kind of expresses, so I I'm with you. We stand yeah. we stand a we stand a funny Pisces queen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm gonna go for this amazing comedian, um, another comedian, another funny Pisces. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of my favorite stand-ups of hers is called I'ma Be Me. It was way back when Obama got elected. Probably one of the funniest one of the best lines and she said white people are looking at you 
<laughs> it was one of the best lines ever. But Miss Wanda Sykes is having her best Pisces life. Her and her Pisces, she calls her Frenchie, wife, Alex Sykes. They are living their best gay life, lesbian life together, happy. They make, they're so sweet together. They love each other. I mean, it's just amazing to see that. Hilarious. She is always fighting for women's rights for gay rights for black i mean she is out there and she is one person that will tell you exactly how it's gonna be yeah hell yeah oh yeah she's great i'm so glad that she's living her best life hell yeah girl um chica yes rapper like uh she's probably a producer Uh, a songwriter oh yeah for sure songwriter what is the word? What wonderkin? That's what I was thinking of oh, because nice. she's so okay. young. She just turned 25 and she's incredible. Y'all Tanae yeah. put me onto her and I'm never getting off that train. Yeah. She's yeah. so good. I actually heard songs about you, which I know is your jam and now my jam too. <laughs> yes. Um, and correctly guessed she was a Pisces <laughs> because she's so, she raps about, I mean, you know, it's fire. She's got bars, but she All also day. sneaks in these allusions to having to get over f- these deep feelings and insecurities and rising above and making her dr- actualizing her uh-huh. dreams, but really preying on her, preyed on my- all of my visions. Yes. And, it's and now so everybody good. gonna see. Yes. Yeah. She said that she was nominated last year for a Grammy and just celebrated her birthday yesterday, looking so cute, representing twenty five again. Twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. So mm-hmm. I again have hope for the generations mm-hmm. beyond yeah, the youth, y'all. Um, but especially for her as a woman of color, as a as a larger woman of color to be able Mm -hmm. to be in the hip hop music industry and be such a force and be able to be nominated for a Grammy and hold her own and say what she got to say. And I highly recommend um, you guys check her out. And yes, boss diva Anita says 25 is her forever age girl. I haven't aged since (laughs) I am Benjamin buttoning this whole game. (laughs) And we saw you serving face, girl. Yes, mm-hmm. 25 is the year. Um, <laughs> she said, fully formed brain. brain. Oh, my gosh. It's about I've time. I've never lied about that. <laughs> right? Ooh. Yeah, flashbacks. Um, so, together, we're just going to talk about We have this, to talk about this one. Okay, so, for our grand, ultimate, having the best Pisces season. You ready? One two, three. Rihanna. 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 The Pisces queen of Pisces queens is mother goddessing all (laughs) today. Phone exploded. Got so excited. At Rihanna's amazement. I'm so excited, (laughs) y'all. It is live. Okay. But for real, Rihanna. Like. Oh my gosh. Just first of all, all the amazement. This mm-hmm. woman, okay, she has changed the fashion game for a pregnant woman everywhere, or at least expressed it in such a way where she's like, I'm pregnant, but watch me work. And um, everything that you see when she's been pregnant, the belly's been out, it's been here, it's been there. Just uh, amazing. I think her kid's going to put put out an album before she does, but, you know. 
at this point, why would she? Yeah, right? <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, I really think she has probably changed the game forever. I think she did that with lingerie, honestly. Oh, yes. Savage. With, like, oh, my God. Made, all sizes. Right, exactly. It made all sizes acceptable to be lingerie models. Oh, and, and with makeup. And with Fenty, all yeah. the different... Yeah, I think... That's and and that is mutable water. Mm. I am gonna flow where my soul takes me. Mm-hmm. And lucky for us, we have been able to witness. I mean, because Rihanna's been in a, in our beautiful lives for <laughs> at we're so least lucky ten to fifteen years at this point. And I mean, we met her when she did what Pawn the Replay, and she was like nineteen, and mm-hmm. just. We have watched her evolve into this amazing, beautiful Pisces queen. And I told Cassie this earlier. Um, I don't, I see most of you have seen this clip. She was coming in the Dior show with that beautiful black see-through fabulous. I'm sure it was the Savage Fenty anyway. Mm. Um, Coming through. And she was late and some obnoxious reporter had to point that out. And just like the Pisces queen she is, she said, no shit. Why would you, you know, I'm eight and a half months pregnant, bitch. If I cared about being late, I would have cared. But guess what? (laughs) I'm here now. (laughs) If you ever speak to a pregnant woman. Thank you. About anything, like, you, on your own head, be it. You don't know what you might get back, especially a woman who is in her last trimester of pregnancy, Mm -mm. bitch, I will kill you. I haven't had a drink. (laughs) I haven't had a joint. I haven't (laughs) had any of this stuff. I I haven't had a soft cheese, a deli meat. Mm -mm. I haven't seen my feet. I'm itchy for no reason. (laughs) Like, fuck you. I will kill you. I will kill you. And 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 then deliver this baby. (laughs) I'm done. And you're going to try a pregnant... Rihanna? No, it was just like it was just and and for me, just on the simple fact, like that was just insensitive. Like, man, read the fucking room, bitch. You should somebody should have go grab that whoever you are, ma'am. Find a new find a new gig, like because um. So that was our Pisces celebrity check in. Big ups to all those. Oh wait, oh we forgot. Okay, so. It is Women's Month, and we really do like to focus on women here. We had that conversation, but we will give an honorable mention to the male Pisces that we did point out is always having the best season, um, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, yes, Shaq. <laughs> right. Always on your social media feed, giving <laughs> a van to a family that needs it. He's out buying just... a bike for a little boy. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah. And but you getting know money when you I was gonna say when you check. when you say getting a check, see you know what that is that Pisces energy he is understand the true value of what money is and it's not mm. the value of money it's the value of knowing that there's always going to be an abundance and giving mm-hmm. he, it's a cyclical that's why he continues to get checks because he's always giving Gives it, it away mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. meant to come back to him like that so y'all. Get get some get some Shaquille in your life, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shaquille. Get a Shaquille. <laughs> get a vintage Orlando Magic jersey. Oh, and then a baby Kenny Hardaway. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. My whole childhood. 
<sighs> so let's actually talk about our topic today. That's been fun. But yes. we are going to talk about not cuss, cusps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First, before we do, yes. Coral is in the chat. In Ready the chat. to take questions. She's got her goggles on. She's Girl. looking for the questions. We're going to answer them later. And also, I have to give a shout out to my mama, whose birthday is today. Yay! Mama Michelle in. We love Mama Michelle. Mama Michelle. Hey, we love our Mama Michelle. And uh, we'll, we, Happy you guys, birthday, Mama. Yes. And uh, we're excited about that mm-hmm. one. Yes. That's right. We are, we are excited because she gave birth to my lovely Cassie right here. So my world would never be the same. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so we love her. Um, yes. Give her this uh, shout out. All the blessings. I'm going to give extra energy. Cassie does not know what cards I'm going to pull. It's going to be a surprise. But Ooh. I feel like you're going to dig it. And we're going to infuse Mama Michelle's special energy into that, too. Okay, nice. For tonight's show? Yes. I love it. Okay, yes. great. So, yes. Cusps. Cusp. Who even are they? Because they are a they. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it is a they. Um, so my understanding of cusps, I follow, uh, I read a lot of books from Gary Goldschneider, who is the astrologer that does uh, the book of birthdays, um, the karmic path, the relationship book, all of those. And he breaks down all of the zodiac signs into 48 different weeks. And the cusps are included. And what the cusps are is they are the energies merging together two signs transferring into the next sign. So it's always the signs that are next to each other when they're transitioning. That's what we consider cusps. Um, It's about a week throughout the last half degree of a sign to another sign, but it varies because, you know, the world varies, the the cycles varies. But um, I will say that even if you are born in between the cusps, your sun will land on one side or the other. Although, you know, actually somebody could be born at like zero, zero degree. I mean, I'm sure it's like a... <laughs> yeah, there, I, it's possible to be born, born very, very close to it. But as you said, it would technically... You'd yeah. either be the very last point, you know, zero one <laughs> right. point nine nine degree or the first point zero, <laughs> yeah. you know, point zero one degree of the, of the next sign. Um, I think they're important because they bridge the gap. I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's, there is, you, there's never going to be a hard transition, you know, it's definitely a, yeah. And people, um, Oh, we'll get into that. Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna write that down. Mm-hmm. Let me see. April said, yeah. "No, cuzzo, baby, you're the week of the pioneer, boo boo. You was all Aries. We <laughs> know it, girl. We love you. You're the last bit of Aries, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me know. We know, boss diva Anita is a Capricorn girl, January eighth. Maddie, what's <laughs> up, Maddie? We love our um, lives. We can talk to y'all. Yes, that's <laughs> okay. Right. So go ahead. Um, uh, but yeah, so like, you know, we talk a lot about the Zodiac as being a cycle and that moves from, you know, energy to energy. And yeah, it doesn't make sense for it to just one thing stop and then another thing immediately right. start, right? Like there's, it, I was thinking about it in terms of a, co- like a, a rainbow or a color yes. wheel. Oh my God. Perfect. 
Because if you get closer to the next color, you're like, is that red or is it orange? <laughs> yeah, I'm not it's really like, sure. Like, it's kind of, this, in my yeah. opinion, it's the same way with the it's signs. The, it's the blending of the two energies. And, mm -hmm. they, and, and we're gonna, as we're going to talk about, blending those energies is where people born in between those signs have to learn how to work it within themselves. Yep. Yeah. That's a good place to start um, yes. because that comes into play with the first cusp we meet, which is the Aries Taurus cusp, the cusp of power. Um, it is approximately April 19th to April 24th. And again, different astrologers interpret. Some astrologers really don't abide the concept of cusps, which I think is crazy, but whatever. But astrologers <laughs> definitely interpret slightly differently the dates and also every year it's not the same dividing date necessarily right. like some like an astrology book might tell you that april 19th is the first date for um taurus right that would be correct correct um, but i but i'm but, pretty sure it's still in a degrees of aries yeah or some some books might say the 20th but then depending on the year you were born it right. may the sun may have moved into taurus on the 19th it may have moved in on the 20th it may have even moved in very early on the 21st so you really have to have your birth chart done to know if you're if you're that close right to know exactly where you you know where you land but so aries taurus the cusp of power about april 19th to april 24th um you're combining aries which is the first sign of the zodiac is notoriously um tempestuous and exciting and ready to do something and on the go with Taurus who is very um stubborn and set in their ways they are also um just more emotional and kind of um able to they're not I mean they are receptive somewhat all feminine you know signs are but uh -huh. they're also very like um, aesthetic and beauty loving, whereas Aries can just kind of go off and do whatever. And if they have dirt in their hair, it's because it got wild out there. You know what I mean? Um, and for me, the central kind of um, tension for that cusp is openness and resistance to change. So people mm. born on that cusp, I think have trouble with, wanting to go chase the new thing to do and wanting to stay where they're comfortable and see um. through the thing that they started. Um, which, you know, at its best, you get someone who can start and, and finish their projects, right? Yeah. Like if, if you get those energies at the best, but at the worst, you would get somebody who's stubborn and also shoots off at the mouth all the time. <laughs> so like it's, you know, it depends on how you mesh those two, two energies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, like you said, that's, um, that's some interesting energy to mesh. I mean, it's the beginning of the Zodiac. It's like two children trying to grow up. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's part of it, too. If you relate it to that analogy, it's just like an, kind of a, a growing phase of childhood. And one thing I read, uh, an interpretation I read about that cusp was it struggles with self-confidence, which kind of tracks because either of those signs are quite confident, Aries or Taurus, but put them together, 
And I think that you have a Taurus who's not quite certain that they made the right choice and an Aries who also feels like maybe they settled too soon. And either one of those is not completely confident that they got there, you know? It's like impulse and stop. Yeah. (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Boss Diva Anita said two children cutting up. I mean, that sounds about right. (laughs) Um, So after that, we have um, the lovely... Taurus Gemini, um, which is like the same but total opposite um, of the type of energies. Um, It is very much a stop and go uh, Mm -hmm. type of energy. Taurus is very fixed and Gemini is not. Mm -hmm. And it's trying to combine fixed earth with mutable air and how does that work? And it's like, that person has to learn how to ground their thoughts. And that is sometimes, it's extremes versions of energy. It's like going a thousand miles an hour or just not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so learning to temper that cusp. Um, and that is known as the cusp of energy. And the funny thing about those cusps is that, um, about that particular cusp, is that you have, um the those people have a tendency in their youth to just be wow not like wow but like just because imagine they're children and so all of that childlike energy is just go 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 i mean those people are a little insane on a certain level not in a bad way but i mean Mm -hmm. um there it's just a lot of energy um and then as they get older it like shifts in probably their early twenties, they turn into like old people. Like they, (laughs) it's literally like the Gemini energy is tied and they move on to Taurus. Um, Miss Lisa Miller, who I, who I do know, Hey girl uh, says Gemini, no, thank you. And she is a Taurus. So I can completely, we already have a co-signer in the building saying (laughs) them two energies is just not going to do it. It's um, so funny that you say that about the, like, you think, because I was just thinking about Tauruses are, of course, ruled by Venus, and they love pleasure, and teen years are often when people start to experiment with drugs, and uh-huh. Geminis are so quick to fall in with a Every new drug. group, <laughs> and I can, and thinking about, I have two very good friends on uh-huh. that cusp, and both <laughs> of them were wild. I'm surprised one of them isn't in the chat right now, but it's right. cool. <laughs> we know who you know who we're talking. You know we're talking about two <laughs> person. Oh, person. We'll say they, so we won't even be gender specific. But mm-hmm. they know we talk about mm-hmm. them. Um, but but we both know they are an old person now. But it's cool. Yeah. Um, and but I also think that they have experienced so much life, and mm-hmm. that's that's the beauty about that cuss is that the ability to be able to express both of those energies so fully and then be able to get settled in them. Um, I just think as, as everyone ages and as the signs age, you know, Mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, bounces out. That's a good point. It's like getting a tourist to actually go out and live their life a little bit. Right. You know, yes. All of that. 
Um, so that brings us to the Gemini Cancer cusp, um, the cusp of magic, which is approximately June 19th to the 24th. Um, I think this is a fun cusp for a few reasons. Well, of course, I'm <laughs> partial to it because I'm a Cancer. But, um, you know, it combines Gemini's witty and communicative and, um, you know, highly intelligent. And Cancers are emotional and receptive and intuitive and I think it's called the cusp of magic because if you're able to really connect with people and and on an intelligence level and an emotional level like that's a that is those cusp people could Mm -hmm. be very manipulative if they want to they're Mm. actually very manipulative without even meaning to they can raise or lower the vibe of a room real quick um and you know could use that it in uh, evil ways if they wanted to um i put that i thought that their central tension is between being like performatively happy and Mm -hmm. performatively sad like wow that's a good Cancers at their worst (laughs) are, I mean, we're moody for real. Like (laughs) cancers are, they're, they're ruled by the moon. And so sometimes things just hit them. Like I'll just be sitting there and something that happened to me 15 years ago will pop in my head, ruin my whole mood for like two (laughs) hours. And I'll be mad at people that don't have anything to do with it. It's just let them live rent free. (laughs) (laughs) Like just, you know, on some silly shit. And I really have to like, you know, work on that within myself, right? Yeah. Um, the good thing, it's like a logic and emotion. Like, that's the good balance. Yeah. The best, the best case scenario of that is logic and emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you yeah. know, we, we all, again, that's what the cusp energy is. They have to learn, like you said, to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make that happen. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, next up, we have some more cancer energy, but now it's mixed with a little bit of Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the cusp of oscillation, you know, like a fan. Um, and that is July 19th through the 25th. Um, and this, what I said is this is a moody cusp. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's like maybe the Gemini cancer is more emotional, but this is a moody, um, cusp because, Cancer's ruled by the moon and Leo's ruled by the sun. So some days people are up and some days people are down. Minute, it just can change from minute to minute. So mm-hmm. them, like, having that internal battle constantly of trying to figure out if they're happy or sad. Mm-hmm. And Leo's have extreme emotions just like Cancer have extreme emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those signs, you can feel and tell when some shit ain't right. Because mm-hmm. it's written all over their face mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that that is their biggest hurdle is to really balance their moods um, yeah. because that those outbursts are overly dramatic to be quite frank with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's um, like the exact opposite issue of the cancer Gemini cause because a cancer Gemini could really disguise their emotion if they want to, or fake it. If they want to, and like Gemini's instinct is to kind of like put on a happy face, even if they don't internally feel real happy. And, you know, a cancer who's feeling some type of way will put on an angry or sad face just to try and get their way, you know? Um, I get it though. It's just feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But like you said, with Cancer and Leo, it's that everything is always out all the time. So it's like, is it going to come out in a burst of fire or a whole bunch of tears? You don't know. And maybe both. And neither do they. Um, <laughs> all right. So next up. Oh, yeah. Next up is Leo Virgo, the cusp of exposure, which is about August 19th to 25th. Mm -hmm. um, and so you get like super warm, exuberant charismatic big leo energy with this like kind of serious analytical yeah. quiet energy of virgo and um, my thought with that one is that their central tension is between leadership and service and that's a great one leos want to lead and they virgos and leos have in common being control freaks <laughs> but Virgo, the difference is that Virgo doesn't necessarily want to take the mantle of the responsibility of like maybe being the leader of the pack. Um, and but Leo does. But Leo does. <laughs> and both signs think they could probably do it the best, but Leo, Leo's need to be recognized for it. And Virgos will just go behind everyone's back and do it the right way because they don't want anything to be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, but they have a hard time getting set on a. Virgos may have a hard time getting set on their path. That mutable yeah. energy can can pull them in a lot of different directions. So if harnessed well, it could be somebody who has those self-confident, outgoing qualities of a Leo, but can also attend to all the details and, you know. I I have a very dear friend. You know who it is. We won't I don't know if they're still in the chat. I haven't seen them pop up. I did see them pop in, but they are the epitome of that energy. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, and does very well with putting forth what they need to mm -hmm. um, in order to, like, like you said, lead and service, like, tend to balance mm -hmm. out, you know, because they're a parent and they have a family and all that. So they are learning how to balance those needs. Mm -hmm. um, with it's a humbling experience for anyone who is very ego oriented absolutely mm -hmm. um and then that kind of leads us into the next one uh which is virgo libra um <clears throat> and that is the cusp of beauty um that is september 19th through september 24th um <clears throat> this signs i think <clears throat> achilles heel yet access is to um not rely on the beauty um, mm. because Libras are known for their aesthetic, pleasing, making their environment aesthetic. And Virgos are just pretty. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they just, you know, that's. They take care of themselves. <clears throat> you know, mm -hmm. they're ruled by the sixth house with the health. And like, so I think that that, um, that cusps is needing to like find more between service and relationships and mm -hmm. how you know that balances the needs because that's an interesting balance of like service to all being able to make sure they're servicing themselves and then finding that balance within a relationship and not mm -hmm. kind of teetering it too um much um so i i think that that's a I feel like that's probably one of the easier cusps that we've mentioned. And I'm not saying that something's easier or harder, but I feel like it's a, an energy that can kind of meld together because mutable earth, as we talked about, which Virgo is, is um, 
gives uh, gives away a little bit and with cardinal air it gives the initiation of things mm -hmm. and so it kind of it tends to blend well together i agree and i think like libras inherently are a sign who libras are almost like cusp people also because they're always doing this balance back within themselves <laughs> yeah. and so adding another kind of element to that i think is sort of natural like kind of par for the course for libra right. um so that the other libra cusp is libra scorpio the cusp of drama and criticism um which is approximately october 19th to 25th um so you have yeah like the Venusian, beautiful, relationship-oriented, charismatic energy of Libra with the deep, secretive, fixed water, ice or a well, you know what I mean? Like, intense energy of Scorpio. And for me, I put that there, the thing that, the tension for the the folks born on that cusp is the balance between partnership and solitude mm. because Scorpios don't trust a lot of people. Libras at their worst can, can really be duped by people. And so the desire to be coupled up versus the need to be on your own is an intense one for people born on that cusp. And I think, you know, the flip side, I mean, that's an undeniably like a magnetic person, right. Who can probably receives a, a bunch of attention. And if they channel the Scorpio discernment can, you know, sweep away all of the suitors oh, who aren't yeah. deserving and, stay in tune with their instincts, feel out the right choice. And, you know, also use their, you know, uh, that person is more likely to actually open up in the first place than a regular score. So that can be really like, again, the Libra cusps I think are kind of easier than maybe some of the other ones. And I think that has the potential to be a really sexy, exciting, interesting life for someone um yeah but you know i'm sure dominated by intense relationships because scorpios are intense about everything they do and libras are very intense about relationships you said it um <laughs> so next we have a scorpio sagittarius cusp that is the cusp of revolution and nobody should be surprised that those uh, the changes um, mm -hmm. that is November 19th through November 24th. Um, that is so much um, energy of this is, this is what it is. This is how I'm doing it. Like fight me if you want to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's mm -hmm. a pretty much like I'm, you might not want to try this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think their, their battle is to, um, really not be a rebel without a cause, be a rebel with a cause. And so find the right revolution. Like, mm -hmm. and a lot of times I feel like they have revolutions in, within themselves based on their behaviors and they're sure. like, Oh, mm -hmm. this isn't going to work. Um, I think that's a very um, intense. Um, yeah. I think the energy can be worked pretty well with, but I think just as far as other people are receiving it, it can be a very intense energy. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so then we get to the other side of Sag, the Sag- Sagittarius Capricorn cusp about December 19th to 20 Christmas or so. Um, and that is the cusp of prophecy, mm. which is interesting. And that seems actually right. Like, I think on its surface, Sagittarius Capricorn is... And we, and we talked about this as, like, kind of one of the shitty, like, harder <laughs> cusps, you know? Because it's... Capricorns are ruled by Saturn. I mean, they are focused on responsibility, on building, on, you know, committing to something. And Sagittariuses are focused on piecing the fuck out and doing whatever they want. But oh. I was reflecting on the... the like, um, we talked about uh, Quinta Brunson in the chat. She's born on this cusp. I have a friend who I worked with as a PA on um, a CW show, and she's now, like, running shit. She's younger than me. She's born on that cusp. Big lotto, you know. Yes. I stand. Um, December 21st, born on that cusp also. And I think it is – if I put the, the central tension for that cusp is commitment, Sagittarius doesn't want to commit. Capricorn's probably too ready to commit to something just because in order to see something build, you have to commit to something. Absolutely. But if, if that person can find the thing to commit to, give it time, you know, go explore, do some shit. That's another cusp kind of like Taurus Gemini that probably lives a lot in their younger years. And when it comes time to do something, they do the shit out of it. And um, if they can channel that goat energy along with the joyful, playful, mm-hmm. finding that thing that inspires the joyful, playful part, you know, and ma- and making that work and committing to that, that's oh for sure unstoppable. For that us. was that's actually my grandma's cusp. She's born oh. first. Uh, yeah, so all of that tracks. Um, all right, so next up, I have uh, we have one of my favorite actually cusps, one of my um, out of a couple, but mm-hmm. um, it's the Capricorn Aquarius cusp, and it is the cusp of mystery and imagination. Um, and what I love about this cusp, which is about January seventeenth through uh, January the twenty second, is that the energy that this cusp brings is innovation and um, hard work. And longevity, usually in their careers and whatever they're achieving, they sustain a long career, a long thing. Um, I would say Dolly Parton, Betty White, and Michelle Obama are all born within those dates. So they fall on that. And those have, yes, Boss Diva Anita Capricorn, we love you, girl. So we, we, that energy, being able to be innovative with the Aquarian, you know, Uranus energy, which is like exciting and electric. And then that stable Capricorn, like you said, steady energy allows that to express itself concretely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a good cusp. And the um, ancient ruler of Aquarius being Saturn, too, they both they share that energy. That's a good one. Lisa, um, your son does fall in that cusp. That is January 17th through the 22nd. So, yay! Oh, cute! Um, I have a few good friends on that cusp. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I think the other Aquarius cusp, Aquarius Pisces, is very lovely also. That's the cusp of sensitivity, um, approximately February 16th to the 22nd. Um, You have progressive, unconventional, 
and, and analytical Aquarius <laughs> meets super intuitive, super emotional, super receptive Pisces. And I put that I thought the tension between those for those people born between those two signs is um, truth and certainty. Mm, ooh, like, yeah, Aquarians are very discerning. And what, once they've reached the point that they they believe they know the truth, you know, they're comfortable in that knowledge. They don't feel certain about very many things, but the things they do, they do feel certain about. And Pisces, I don't know if ever feels completely <laughs> certain about anything. And honestly, they're kind of right. Yeah. Nothing is completely certain. Mm -hmm. And so for Aquarians who maybe one of their few flaws, because they are a lovely sign, you know, they're one of the astrologer's favorite signs, um, is that they can be dogmatic. All fixed signs can be that way. And I think for that cusp, it, you know, reduces some of that tendency in Aquarius people and also gives them some, um, a little more uh, firmness standing in their ground yeah. for the Pisces, you know, the Pisces oh, energy sure. of it. So. Mm -hmm. And then we come to our final cusp, and I hope you're still um, up in the chat, East River Fog, because this is for you. <laughs> this is the Pisces Aries cusp, the cusp of rebirth, and that is um, March the 19th through the 24th, which we will be approaching here shortly. Um, and that is the final frontier. That is the end of the Zodiac meeting, beginning of the Zodiac. And I think that these are probably old souls about to be reincarnated. Mm -hmm. uh, energy of um, the Pisces soulful, like mystery of like illusions and just kind of, drifting there and then the Aries coming into it is um like bold and ready to do this so they're are trying to <laughs> keep their emotions in check because that's a it's one of those where it's like the emotions if the emotions aren't in check that can go left real real quick and it can be like um intense emotions and I think that they have to really like find that balance between the impulse of their emotions and what they're really feeling even though for yeah. them they're feeling feeling it but like aries feels things superly super impulsive and a pisces um just feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. trying to get that balance um so yes uh miss lisa miller december 25th is a sagittarius cap you are keeping notes and taking like keeping up we love you for that um so that's we're like the very last of the cusp yeah. though that's pretty solidly capricorn yeah. but technically yes yeah. the very end of the cusp. yeah for sure um so we're gonna hit some questions real quick um and get you a tarot card we're gonna get out of here because we have <laughs> chatted it up today oh sure yeah all right so which one do you want to pick Okay, so we'll go through some of the cusp questions. Is 1025 a cusp? Yes, according to it is the la yeah, last day of uh, the, of the uh, cusp of drama and criticism. That is the correct. Libra Scorpio cusp. Um, so that is a portofilia. Uh, is it Porto? Portofilia? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, fr from Portrait of Lions. Oh, look at you. Um, you can read so much better. <laughs> 
Um, and then from Ms. Coco Brown. Coco! Uh, 416 four a cause, I think, today addressed. Nope, solidly Aries. <laughs> we know close. you want to be first. We know you want to be first. <laughs> um, and then from Miss Boss Diva, Anita is one A to cusp, solidly Capricorn, baby. That is all Capricorn energy. And um, I know you're the boss. <laughs> you didn't even have to put it in your Instagram handle. <laughs> um, okay. Also from Miss Coco Brown, which sign is the most compatible with Libra? What do you think? Um, you know, I think that uh, Libra has a better chance with um, a good Leo energy is really good for Libra. Um, they are they're they're like two you know you want to you want to watch a libra and a leo walk in the room like you mm-hmm. already know mm-hmm. everything is just gonna be on and i think that they will give what the other needs the leo needs adoration and a libra in a relationship is willing to do that and a leo is also willing to be in a relationship and that mm. kind of feeds into that um so i think that would be probably my favorite for mm-hmm. um and i think that Virgos aren't terrible for Libras. I think that, like we talked about the Virgo-Libra cusp, I think that's a a comfortable energy. I don't think it's for every Virgo or every Libra. I think the disconnect may be the air and the earth. Um, Mm -hmm. But I did pick Leo because fire and air. What do you think? I agree with Leo. I think that would probably be my top pick um, for all the reasons you said. And I also think I can see a Libra Sagittarius um, pairing working really well too. If I think Libra is like the one sign, like beautiful enough to entrance a Sagittarius and actually capture their gaze. Or if you paired an, a slightly older Sagittarius with a younger, slightly younger Libra, because I think Libra would be so enamored of all of the knowledge mm-hmm. and the worldliness of a Sagittarius too. I could see that being a couple that worked though. As I you would mentioned be... with Leo, the good thing with Leo and Libra is Leo wants to be in a relationship. Sagittarius, it really has to be the right person. And I was also going to say Leo. the mutable fire with Sagittarius may not be enough stability for a Libra. Oh yeah. That could be um, Libra and Taurus because it could work possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I actually think that they definitely could because they have Venus in common. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Miller, girl, May 17th, you know you is a Taurus. <laughs> you are the last. You were right before my mama's birthday. Um, but, you know, I love me a Taurus. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Close. Well, close to the cusp, yeah, but you are pretty close. solidly Taurus. <laughs> and, we, and remember, you're supposed to come on the show. I looked at your chart. You got lots of Taurus energy, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so thank you guys so much for being here. Yes. For watching. We, I just want to give a shout out to my cousin and all her homies that have been in the chat yes, and been you. like giving it up. And also, John, we see you. What, what he be Custom up to magic. now. Yes. We, you missed it, but you in there. But you I have wanna, to check it on YouTube. It's one of my right? faves. <laughs> um, but I do want to thank everybody for watching us today and being so active in the chat. Cuzzo, Boss Diva, 
Anita, Miss Lisa, and I saw you go, girl, you was in there too. I did, I did, I, t I told Cassie that, Lisa just said I guessed her birthday, and I did, <laughs> and I told her that, and Lisa, and uh, Lisa, Cuzzo, Boss, um, was, I think Anita was not, but Goldie was on, and they were like, my cousin in the background, how did you, I was like, cousin, I can't, I can't tell the secrets, oh, we love you, John, thank you for the hearts, yeah. all right, we love y'all, okay, so today, again, in honor of women's month in honor of international women's day and mama michelle's birthday we're the gonna pisces do queen of my life these yay all right so we're gonna pull there the divine feminine oracle from the lovely megan watterson i love these cards they are beautifully amazing all of them have feminine divine goddesses on them um, and I'm going to only read a couple blurbs here and there. However, um, the, the stories that these goddesses bring and how they, um, exude their energy is amazing. So shout out to all the Pisces that we stand you happy birthday to every single Pisces, especially shout thank out. you. I'm going to pass those wishes on to my yes. mom. She will be on the show getting her chart read on Sunday. You guys yes. if you want to tune in and meet her. <laughs> <laughs> okay got one here we go this is a good one it's uh hestia the goddess Ooh. of sanctuary mm. guys these cards are gorgeous mm -hmm. um it says no matter where i am i am home the most sacred sanctuary is found within me mm. right i love that energy girl um and Already off the top of my head, that just gives the energy of home. You know, everybody says home is where the heart is. Home is where this is. Home is where you are always. You create your space. You create your home, especially your internal energy. That is for you. And so mm -hmm. your ability um, to harness that energy and to find your own sanctuary, I'm here for it. All right, guys, mm -hmm. here we go. Here we go. Um... When your soul selects this card, Hestia created the concept of sanctuary. It's considered a sacred obligation to shelter and protect those in needs. She wants us to seek those situations that allow us to feel a sense of being home, or she wants us to create that form of sanctuary for someone else. Of all of the wild and crazy adventurous Greek gods and goddesses, Hestia is the most drama-free. <laughs> She's the one who can be counted on, the one who fosters community, and provides the stability and food, of food and warmth and shelter when all else is coming undone. She is your grandmother goddess. She's the energy that whispers for you to just get cozy. Hestia wants you to be a thousand leagues easier on yourself. Put a blanket over your body, curl up with hot tea, sit before the fire of all that you've accomplished and give your mind a break from all that you ask of yourself. Hestia wants you to let kindness pervade your thoughts. She wants you to light a small fire in the center of yourself and feel safe in calling your body home. She wants you to be able to seek sanctuary within. The soul voice meditation, am I a safe place to be? Mm -hmm. And the intention again is no matter where I am, I am home. The most sacred sanctuary is found within me. 
Hestia is the call to become the calm harbor for your beautiful soul to thrive. Oh, right. That like really brought tears to my eyes. That was Aww. beautiful. That was a good one. I told you mm-hmm. I rocked with these like Oracle. Yeah. They were just. I didn't even go into her whole story, but I just want you guys to know. Um, we'll all fi- Google it after fi- this. Find your home. Find. I think you know if we can, we might post it on our page. Um, but find your home. Find all of. Um, uh, find your sanctuary. It's it's mm-hmm. there. It's within you. Um, and now is a good time, especially during Pisces season, to really just. Um, find that because we are about mm-hmm. to move into spring and airy season guys we're moving forward if you're in one of those time zones um so really take this time take this weekend to find that sanctuary within yourself um and it keeps it good so when things get out of you know when airy season comes in like a ram you'll have some sort of sanctuary within yourself um Go follow our YouTube page and scribe. We're trying to get more scribers. We want y'all to scribe. Please. We, we zone to Spotify. So if you want to hear it and not look at our beautiful faces, that's on you. But, hey. Crazy choice. But you can you do you. <laughs> you can still hear us and we still want you to uh, follow our shit. So uh, follow us on the YouTube. Thank you for following our page. Thank you for sharing, liking, and telling all your friends. Thank you for always joining us on these Thursdays Q&A in the chat. We love messing with y'all, talking with y'all. It's awesome. So much love and support. We will see you Sunday with the birthday girl. Mama Michelle will be in the building, y'all. We are so excited to have her. We cannot wait. Um, Our link to the YouTube is in our bio, so make sure you check it out. Cassie, I'd never want to do this without you, and you know I'm not going to. It's all love. You know I love you. Peace.